everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we talk about Dragon Ball in a fun, hilarious, improvised, and absurdly comedic manner. Uh, we watch every episode of Dragon Ball, and we come back onto the pod, and we talk about it, and that's what that's what you're in for today. It's like every other day here at Kame House Party. But before we get started, we got to do a little bit of stuff that we like to call Kame housekeeping, okay? It's it's a little messy in here, okay, from the last party we had, all right? So we got we to gotta straighten up a little bit before we bring other people in. And that first piece of Kame housekeeping is something we like to call and has been referenced as the world-famous one-minute roundup. You spilt my cigar. Look at it on the ground. I, I, well, I, I, I certainly, I'm, I, you're, you're a very large man, and I'd like to say I'm, I'm terribly sorry that I uh, mm. bumped into you, causing you to unnecessarily ash your cigar. I, I did want to say I'm a bit of a stickler for uh, words, and you, you, one cannot spill a cigar. You can only spill a liquid. Or something contained in a bowl or a semi-solid. <laughs> uh, well, and back to your sarsaparilla, sir. I'll you, just... we don't take too kindly to dictionary salesmen around these parts. Ah, I, I see now you've seen uh, I am the Merriam-Webster. Yes, of course. And you, you too could have Flash access. Flashing your shiny dictionary badge. Yeah, I, I noticed this uh, This town was a, a debriefed. Of words, and I simply came here to the locally local watering hole to to spread the good news of words. Me, Miriam Webster, here have a free copy of the first ever dictionary. Smack! Ah, oh, my hands! Get get that thing with pages in it out of my head with the mouth and eyes. Ah, see, now if you had access to a dictionary, you would then say, ah, yes, you uh, foul patron of this establishment. Get that uh, He's casting magic spells with his funny words. I'm simply speaking grammatically correctly, uh, and I would say, get that book out of my face. And then you would th- thusly slap. Uh, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? If only you had... Half the- of it. Oh, oh, I... Now, if now I'm I, being a truth teller about it, the word is honest, my dear boy. Honest. Ah! I again, I, I don't mean to upset you because you are a very, very large and brutish man. I'm sure you fought many a bad ne'er do well in your time. <laughs> but I, I trust you. I am not one of them. I do not sell snake oil. Do I sell magic tonic? I only sell the written word. A dictionary. I can use snake oil. Snake, snake oil, you say? Mm. Oh, I love the stuff. I mean, That's I... how it got so big. And how my my thinking muscle oh. in my head place. Oh. That's how it got so good. Okay, I, I realize I no longer need to be afraid of you. You are an imbecile, and I will move on to the next tavern to sell oh, my you. dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> and Let's see. see. I think... What we're trying to say with that scene is that essential oils can be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so know where you're buying. Um, and 
you, the listener, may be asking, well, what the heck was that? <laughs> well, that is the world-famous one-minute roundup, an improvised Western scene that Aaron and I do to limber up the improv muscles. It either tightens them or loosens them. We can't tell because it doesn't matter because it's improv and it's great or it's terrible, which is great. Then we can get on to the one-minute roundup proper where one of us, this time, it's that that good, good, good dude Aaron has one minute to summarize everything that's happened in Dragon Ball up until this point. That means Dragon Ball, the series that we finished a, a mere months ago, up until the eight episodes of Dragon Ball Z that we've already covered. Aaron, whenever you're ready, take it away. I shall. In three, two, one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want, and it stars Goku, who's a little boy and then becomes a little man. Uh, he's an alien, is what we're trying to find out, and he goes on a bunch of adventures. Uh, first adventure, defeating a little goblin from taking over the world with the, ma- with the Dragon Balls, with a bunch of his friends. Then he trains with Master Roshi and his best friend Krillin for the Tenkaichi tournament, which he gets second place in because Master Roshi beat him up uh, and stopped him from that. Then he tried to get one of the magic tr- Dragon Balls because it was special to him. Uh, in doing so, he defeated the Red Ribbon Army. Then he met his grandpa, who was dead. Uh, then he got those balls again. Then he went to another tournament, which he got second place in again because Tien, a tricolor, beat him. Then he avenged his friend's death by the hands of King Piccolo by killing King Piccolo. But King Piccolo's son uh, came to the next tournament, but he was able. But Goku was able to defeat that that Piccolo in that tournament. Then he got married. Then he had a son named Gohan. Uh, he met his space brother who wanted to be bad. He said, nope, but he ended up dying in the process. And now his little boy is being trained in the wilderness by his enemy. And he's on a snake way. Ah, hell yeah. Aaron, nice job. Very detailed. <laughs> I've, what happened? <laughs> Did I do the roundup? <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Hey, 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 uh, hey, uh, you're here. You're here. <laughs> uh, your digital slaps. <laughs> My digital slaps. I just needed to bring you back. You were in a fugue state, and you delivered one of the greatest one-minute roundups of all time, Aaron. What? So much detail. Uh, Uh, And now I have to tell the listener that we do the one-minute roundup so you don't have to go back and listen to every episode of the podcast that we wish you would, or watch every episode of Dragon Ball, which we also wish you would, to get caught up to where we are right now, today, on today's episode. Now, if you're curious about some of those exploits that this Goku guy did, and like this TN guy who hasn't been around in a couple episodes, or some of their other friends like that they've talked about, like who's that Pilaf character, and uh, what happened in in all, before Goku got old, then you can go back and listen to our archives, which are plentiful, lots of great content back there in time. Uh, but we shall soldier on because time is a circle that marches forward endlessly to the next section of Kame Housekeeping, where I tell you that we watch two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version while Aaron watches the Japanese language subtitled version. And this all happened. It was just a simple mistake that two kids made over three years ago when sitting down to come do the podcast. Just a little mix-up that we turned into a masterpiece of comedic dissection. That's right. There are differences between each of the episodes. Things are translated, not translated. uh, And usually the first thing that we talk about is the title. Because we're in DBZ and we have a nice cadence for DBZ, I will go first with the English dubbed title for Dragon Ball Z Episode 9, 
the strangest robot. Incorrect. Duh. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, first you forgot to put it in the form of a question. Uh, what is the strangest robot? Also incorrect. How is this the strangest? I've seen wackier robot. I- I've seen stranger robots. I agree. Let's name some. Johnny Five um, from Short Circuit. Uh, Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Or no, Clank mm-hmm. from Ratchet and Clank. You see, look, you've seen it online. That weird, like, wind-powered marionette robot. Oh, right, right, right. That looks like a thresher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still a robot. Still a robot. Um, what are those, uh, those robots that MIT keep making with the four legs? Oh, Boston Dynamics? Boston Dynamics. Those are, those are strange robots. The dogs and people that will soon get revenge on us <laughs> for our cruel ways. Other robot, other strange robots, uh, the Google Home device. No, it knows everything. Knows everything. This robot, I love this robot, and I might cry in this episode. We shall see. Here, here, here's my title for episode nine of Dragon Ball Z. The English subtitle titled is "Sorry, Robot Son, The Desert of Vanishing Tears." Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so heavy right off the bat. Yeah, you. Buckle in. I was so at the beginning of this episode, and I saw this title. I'm like, "What the? What is? It's it's a little confusing." But afterwards, I'm like, "Oh, you were you were trying to warn me." They did. They they at least tried to warn you. Um, I just went in thinking like, "Well, there's gonna be another strange freaking robot." It's not like I haven't met Ader before. <laughs> yeah, those uh those lizard robot maids at Capsule Corp. Exactly. Those are some strange robots that mm-hmm. get overlooked. I think it's who would you not want looking over you at night when you suddenly wake up in bed mm. and you see a figure standing over you. Uh, not any of those. Not not any of those. I think I would I would like I would like Rad the RC robot <laughs> to be looking over me while I sleep. <laughs> that's that's a very nineties kids reference. So good luck googling that. <laughs> but let's let's dive into this episode. Uh, because it picks up last one left off. Gohan all alone again. He's got he's got that new fit, that new drip, as the kids call it. Uh, for these episodes, we keep getting images of Gohan peeing on things or off of things. I made the note that just man, this kid loves to piss. Loves peeing first thing he does every morning, or things he does in the middle of the night. That's the thing. That's the one thing Dragon Ball gets accurate about real life, I guess. Is how a healthy, a healthy piss program. I guess he's obviously hydrated. Yeah, somehow for not eating, and we never see him drink. But poor Gohan, he starts off this morning in a bad way, not able to stand because Piccolo took his tail, so he can't balance. Well, I'll, I'll breeze through this part. He gets chased by first a giant alligator. Then gets chased by a saber-toothed tiger. Then gets picked up by a giant bird that gets attacked by a giant pterodactyl that drops him into a giant sarlacc pit. There. <laughs> yes, it is a sarlacc pit. It is a sarlacc pit. Uh, they thought we wouldn't find out. It's a sarlacc pit. There's no other way to describe that hole in a desert. <laughs> it's a fucking sarlacc pit. Yeah, no, there's no sarlacc in it. No. But it is his pit. Mm-hmm. He's, he stepped out for a minute. Digesting things for thousands of years, you go through a lot of antacid. Hi, it's me, the Sarlacc of Sarlacc Pit fame. So Sarlacc, uh, 
you, you came on to the podcast today to talk about your new sponsorship with Pepto? Yep, the Pepto-Bismol. Now in uh, barrel form. You know those barrels you shoot in video games? Oh, of course. I'm Conan O'Brien. I love video games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I heard about you. Anyway, that's what they come in now. Industrial strength. For creatures like me. A mass of tentacles, a mouth, and a stomach. And creatures like my assistant, Sona. Well, that's cruel. (laughs) Conan, you're kind of cruel. Oh, what? I didn't say anything about Matt Gorley's spindly little legs. I will devour anything that comes near this mouth. So, one, be careful. Two, uh, you're a little cruel cruel to your staff. Have you heard? I'm 100% Irish. I'm inbred. Wow. My favorite fact. Wow, wow, wow. Are these all true Conan things? (laughs) These are all true Conan things because you're listening to Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Uh, You know what? Maybe do get close to my mouth. (laughs) And scene. Conan has gotten out of control. Co- Conan is too powerful. Remember when the thing, his most famous quote was like, if you're kind <laughs> and you work hard, <laughs> good things will happen to you. He's like, well, I guess the good things already happened. Yeah. Then he's like, so we, now once the good things happen, you just build a brand. <laughs> then drop the charade. Yeah, drop the charade. Acknowledge to the rest of the world that you're taller than them and terrorize other countries. He's adding height, but his hair adds two inches. I know. I, I don't know if I've told this story on the pod yet, but I'll tell it now since we're on Conan. I went to see Conan live uh, last year. I was too cowardly to participate in the Q&A section after uh, his stand-up. But what I will say is, and Conan, if you're listening, I'm taller than you, bro, even with the hair. Boom. Tall, roasted. I, I always, I regret every day that I didn't... Uh, raise my hand to ask because i i wanted to ask hey conan i've always wanted to know it, how much taller i am than you I, I wanted to phrase it like that so he would be forced to bring me on stage thus catapulting my career into uh internet fame and subsequent obscurity vince he would have roasted you i know he would have put you on a spit slowly turned you for a few hours i mean you'd be delicious but you would be roasted i would be very tasty but i'd be donezo much like Goku, who we see for a little bit. And then back to Gohan. Yeah, we get these nice little quick cuts to Goku, which we'll, we may or may not reference going forward. Just know. After, whenever they're like, oh, we need a pause in the story. I guess we'll see Goku running. All right, mm-hmm. the end. And we'll see Goku being hungry. Okay, the end. If we don't get to it later. He does eat a cloud. He does eat a cloud. And for some reason in my mind, I remember that scene being like its own thing. <laughs> Watching this back, I was like, oh, finally, Goku's going to eat a cloud. I was like, I remember this being funny. And then it's only funny because he's like, mmm, tasty. Yeah, he's he's very satisfied with the cloud he ate. But Gohan, on the other hand, doesn't seem too satisfied with where he ended up after falling down into that Sarlacc pit. Because he's transported into... A tomb of some kind. Think Indiana Jones. There's hieroglyphs on the walls. He recognizes it as something he learned in a history book. Again, he's four. Quote on mine is, and I didn't look any of these words up. I don't know what they're a reference to, so please tell us. Hashtag KHP research. Hashtag KHP research. Uh, Quote, that's a picture of a Vimana, V-I-M-A-N-A, from the Namurian civilization. 
N-E-M-U-R-I-A-N. Unlike Jonathan Frakes, I don't know if this is fact or fiction. (laughs) I wish I had gotten that in mind because he's just vague. He's vaguely smart in the English version. I think they make Gohan out to be very, very intelligent in yours. And then for mine, they are like, he's an orthopedist. (laughs) He doesn't have to be that smart. Uh, They really, they dork him up way more. Don't, don't, Don't they know that the... Part of comedy is specifics. Mm-hmm. Specifics uh, is comedy. Yeah. Uh, these guys never took a 101 class. The fools. How dare they not pay $400? 400 <laughs> To play pretend. <laughs> to play pretend. Aaron, with a bunch of other grown-ups. The 101s are $500. <laughs> Back in my day, which was like five years ago, <laughs> they went the infl- 20% increase, huh? Oh, yeah. $500 per class. Through all this, he sees a robot, uh, which he's amazed by. Um, so to me, it looks like one of uh, Eggman or Dr. Robotnik's uh, flying devices. Mm-hmm. It's, it is egg-shaped, and it's got a clear dome, two big headlights for eyes. You see all the circuitry inside. Mm-hmm. It's even got a it's, steam pipe. Yeah, yeah, for, for, for venting. It's frustrations, <laughs> as we'll soon see. As we'll soon see. Uh, because, of course, Gohan being curious, alone and scared, sees a robot, trying to figure it out, turns it on. This robot already got an attitude. (laughs) The robot is like, who's there? Who took me off standby mode? Put me back on standby mode right now. And I think the recurring bit of this interaction is if Gohan yells, he'll cause a cave-in. So the robot has to be dismissive but also, like, quieting. He does, like, and, and I don't know how usually these kind of interactions go in, like, cartoons or, or things like that. It seems like both characters need to leave the situation. But in this one, it's like, no, Gohan, you can leave. The robot points to where the <laughs> exit is. And this is this is what was so frustrating for me. Gohan refuses to leave. Gohan... Sees his exit is like I'm scared. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out here. I'm gonna spend the night here. I'm gonna uh, robot wake up. I'm scared. Robot wake up. I'm scared. Ah, the robot. The exit is through a path, but it's also he has to like jump a canyon, right, in order to make it. So, like you said, he's too scared, and he keeps. There's this he there's this bit where the robot wants to be shut off. So Gohan just keeps turning him on and off. And each time he's like, why haven't you left yet? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Leave me, literally leave me alone. Quote, uh, one of the quotes from the robot is, "He's look, he's saying what we're all thinking, folks, hence comedy. Why are you acting like such a baby? And I am with this robot. Gohan, what do you expect this robot to do? Yeah, because the state of the robot is in disrepair. We should We should say that. Uh, missing an arm, half buried in rubble. There is a point where we learn that the robot is blind. Gohan offers to fix his blindness, but the robot's like, "I don't, I don't need to see. Yep. I'm good. Please leave me alone." <laughs> I kept, I kept feeling like because the robot's main concern, like he's saying, "Leave me alone. I need to store my. I need, I need my energy. Don't waste my energy by giving me sight. I don't need it." At this point, that's. Guys, this is all that it, there is yeah. <laughs> until the commercial break. It's 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 a frustrating argument between a baby and a robot. 
which could be uh, a metaphor for parenting today. <laughs> Clearly, this robot's supposed to be like an old man character. Oh, yeah. An old person character who just wants to be left. Vince, this is up. <gasps> this is up. Minus the balloons and the great adventure and the talking dog. Mm-hmm. And the cone of shame. No cone of shame, but a bowl of shrooms. It's a plucky young man on an adventure and an old man who just wants to be left alone with his memories. You mean his SSD. Boom! <laughs> but that's back and forth, on and off. Mm-hmm. They're on a literal on-again, off-again relationship until Gohan just cries in a corner, night comes, and they fall asleep. <laughs> it's pretty... Like At this point, I'm like, this is... This is getting stupid. But the, like there there is such a twist and turn that is coming up. <laughs> oh yeah. Vince, at this point, I'm like, did we fuck up? Should we only do Dragon Ball Z Kai? <laughs> I know, right? Did we because re- this clearly this is filler. Oh yeah. There is part of me that thought we would never come back. Like we were gonna be in this pit for like multiple episodes. I was waiting for Gohan to get cave, like the cave, the cave in, and then they're stuck. And then Gohan's got to use, like that's when he learns the Masenko or something. Yeah, he's got to he's got to Walter White himself out of it by using science, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you know that show from five years ago. Uh, of course, of course, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but please, please don't leave. Is what I'm saying. Please stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned can... for after the commercial when yeah, some sure. things happen. <laughs> I've got a disease. Aaron. It, two words. March madness, baby. Hey-oh. Oh, I'm I'm sick with wanting... It, and the only cure for this madness is for TechoCon to hurry up and come. That's true. The, the, the disease is my anticipation for this mm-hmm. convention mm-hmm. that we're attending. April 2nd to 5th, Techo 2020 in Pittsburgh, PA. We're going to have a table set up. You can come meet us. Come hang out. We're going to have some little tchotchkes for you. We're going to do a fun raffle. We're doing a panel on podcasting. If you've, if you've listened to us and been like, these guys fucking suck. Look, I love, don't get me wrong. I love them. <laughs> but I can do way better than them. Then let, let, us give you a, let us give you a hand up. It's not a hand out. It's a hand up. That's right. Let us be your stepping stool to podcast greatness. So we, we can say we remember them. Let us be the Salieri to your uh, Beethoven's. Ooh, nice reference. So we can be stupidly jealous, but also proud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll be so jelly, they'll call us Welch's great. But yeah, it's like, come for a day. If you're in the area, just come hang out and see us. Maybe you're in the area, but you're like, I don't want to go to this. I'm not a convention person. That's not my jam. I get it. We're still there. We can hang it. I don't know. You want to talk to us? We'll talk to you afterwards, outside the con. We'll do an illegal meet. Hell yeah. Illegal meet and greet. Mm-hmm. We'll do it in the streets. We'll meet in the streets. Let's stop traffic. Oh, yeah. And then when they say, hey, when that, when that Pittsburghian leans out of the thing, out of the window, he's like, hey, Yins is blocking the street. What I would say is that you motherfuckers block the street all the time, constantly. So don't even. Boom. Y'all are bad at, y'all are bad at, I live here, but y'all are bad at driving. Boom. Roasted. And then our street meet and greet. We'll continue. We will not go to Primani Brothers. We've had it already. Done that. Been there. It's fine. 
Sorry, Pitt. Is this? I don't look, Aaron. We, we, we started. I don't to... want this. I don't want this ad to just be my me giving out my grievances of Pittsburgh. This is a symptom of March Madness: is local dysfunction. <laughs> Listeners, help Aaron overcome this March Madness. Uh, uh, now I've got the chills. No, I'm dressed in yellow and black. Eh? All you have to do is come to TechoCon in Pittsburgh, April second through the fifth. And hang out with us. Come check out the booth and do all those things Aaron said. We got raffles. We got tchotchkes. We got trinkets. We got fun. And we've got each other (laughs) at TechoCon 2020, April 2nd through the 5th. Speaking of great times at TechoCon, great times are being had in Goku's dream. (laughs) Have you ever dreamed of a buffet, Aaron? Is that what that fool? I mean, he is dreaming of eating. Yeah, in mine, he's like, Oh, buffet, full course, great. And my wife and kids, nowhere to be found. (laughs) Uh, Again, this is like one of those five-second clips of Goku uh, to then take us back to the tomb that Gohan's stuck in. He fell asleep, woke up with a scorpion on him. He gets so scared that he turns on the robot. And it's, Gohan is so smart, yet so... Dumb, because he's a baby. He's a mm-hmm. four-year-old baby. Four-year-old baby. It's like, hey, robot, there's a scorpion. And the robot's like, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? <laughs> what, what, is this, what do you think's going to happen? This robot is the best straight man in Dragon Ball history. Because <laughs> he, he does. He's like, yeah, there are scorpions, snakes, bats, bugs, all these terrible things that will kill you in here. So why don't you leave? Why don't you get out of here? Again, to ease Gohan from crying too much, the robot's like, okay, I get it. You're hungry. At this corner of the cave, there are vegetables. Go eat those. Uh, On his way back, Gohan remembers that this robot is a Capsule Corp robot. And I guess Capsule Corp builds every robot with its own way to cook and prepare food. Um, Similar. He's saying that because he's a certain kind of robot, so in mine, my interpretation of it was that once he brings back some mushrooms, mm-hmm. this is where it gets real tough. <laughs> Gohan is like, okay, I found some mushrooms, but I can't eat them raw. Which, wrong. <laughs> false. Very false. Eat your cold mushrooms, you little shit. <laughs> Stop bugging this robot. But then he, he tricks the robot. He's like, oh, you're this certain type of robot, so I know you have cook- you, you, you're able to cook. And basically, he compliments him so much and says, what a wonderful robot you are because you're this model that you can do anything. Then he asks Gohan what style he wants these mushrooms cooked at. Do you want it Chinese style, Western style? Gohan says, I want mother's style. (laughs) Which then the robot then says, how should I know what that is? This raises some questions. Finally, something interesting happened that we right. can sort of dissect. Dive in. One. So he's got like oils and spices up in that. <laughs> he's got a spice rack in there. It does appear that he has some spices. In mine, he doesn't go into like what style. He's like, do you want them spicy? Do you want them this way? And uh, yeah, the the idea that this robot, which we learn, has been stuck there for 30 years in mine. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Why do they hate it? 80, 80. years, what? buddy. <laughs> Why? It was literally like, 
All right, that eight's too big. Cut it down the middle. Make it a three. <laughs> Kids can't count that high. Yeah, why? I wonder why they decided to go 30 to 80 years. Uh, the robot was supposed to be excavating that tomb for discovery and got trapped, right? Yes. Just a little bit of information to get back to the, the amount of spices that the robot has <laughs> inside of it. Uh, to be so old, it seems. Uh, you're right. I don't, man, that old bay Ooh. is living up to its name. Which that, I wouldn't mind on some mushrooms. Eh, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be think. too bad. Some Maryland style mushrooms. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Open up a shop. Oh, we got pit beef. <laughs> we got Maryland style mushrooms. Scorpions a la cave. <laughs> and did you mention blue crab? Up, oh, I don't because it'll kill me. <laughs> but you may. I will. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I don't know if I... Robot, please don't cook anything for me. Yeah, that Even if too. it's only 30 years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust I don't trust salt <laughs> if it's been in the, co- it's been oh, in the cover fine. for a year or two. God, I'm... And on... This episode becomes tragic. It's get, It's going to get there. It's this is, get this there. is our... Where we love the robot because mm-hmm. despite Gohan being shitty, which I will... Which, Your Honor, I will continue to demonstrate. Sustained. <laughs> Uh, you love this robot, and then I, I, you guys know what's gonna happen, right? Come on. Um, so as he's eating these cooked mushrooms, first he says they're too hot, then he says they're yucky, and then when the robot finally like takes an interest in this child, asks him what he's doing out here, Gohan fucking lies. Really, he says. I'm lost, and I'm trying to get back to my mom's place, but I don't know. I don't know how to get there. Oh, God. Liar. You fucking liar. You four-year-old liar. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Aaron, Aaron, calm down. You no-tail can only energy blast when you're unconscious, turn it into an ape-looking four-year-old. Easy, easy. You're going to uh, create uh, it. Aaron, if you, don't, if you keep this up... Wilmer Valgarama is going to come host this show called You're Four. Wait, what? Please explain that reference. Oh, wow. Really? I was trying to make a Yo Mama reference. Do you remember that show? Oh, we, we've talked about it on the pod, but it was so long ago. It's so, so long ago when it was socially acceptable to talk about people's mothers nice. in a derogatory fashion on live TV. <laughs> Fucking Yo Mama battles in, <laughs> in, in New York. Fucking open, empty apartments where just different people were told to exploit each other's mothers for no reason. I think the penultimate episode that I watched, they actually brought somebody's mother to the show to no. diss her in person. It's like, that's not cool. Deterrent, no, that's a deterrent. Not, I'm like, I'm, not for MTV. Yeesh. Yeesh. See, if it was moms going, if it was moms doing it, mm-hmm. that's a show. That's giving the power back to the moms. I know. You got all those teen moms. Do something with them. <laughs> they ain't doing nothing. Oh, Aaron, Aaron, you're not coming off too good on kids and teen moms this episode. Did I mention that I don't have any kids? <laughs> Nor do I plan on having any. Maybe there are reasons. We don't have to get into those reasons. <laughs> but we do have to get into the reasons uh, why Gohan uh, seems to have doomed this poor robot by crying after being told that even like getting to his mom will be impossible basically so he starts wailing and crying 
creating a cave-in. The robot saves Gohan uh, from a pillar crashing down. There's limited time. The robot's like, you have to leave, Gohan. Gohan goes to the exit where all he has to do is jump the chasm. In, the, in mine, at least, the robot is like encouraging the hell out of him. It's like, you can do it, man. You got this. Like, don't worry about me. You'll survive. You'll be fine. Just don't cry. Just go. Of course, as as the uh, as the pattern would decree, Gohan cannot go, cannot leave, cannot jump. He's too scared. The robot is frustrated, concerned. We'll see. It will in mine. Gohan goes back because he wants to shut the power off. This he wants to shut the robot off. Really, for his request. Yeah, that's why he goes back. He's like, oh, dang, I forgot to turn you off. And the robot's like, you, the one time you do what I want you to do, and it's the wrong time to do it. Okay, so I'm getting here that I think your script ends up being more impactful than mine at this point in the narrative. Because in mine, the robot's still like, get out of here, Gohan. Leave. I told you to leave. Okay, now you're not leaving. Now this pillar is falling again. So now you gotta at, you gotta reach into my brain <laughs> and rewire me to get okay, more power. Yep, that part is true. That part's true. Gohan reroutes the power, Mister Robot, as now we should be calling him. Right? Did Gohan ever give him a name in yours before around this it's time? Just, yeah, it's just Mister Robot. Yeah, it's Mister Robot. It's Rami Malek, <laughs> and he's uh, he he goes to the uh, Mister Robot is uh, is a little frustrated. He's like, now the thing is blocked. Reroute my power. I'll use all my remaining energy to get you out of here, Gohan. You have to leave. Gohan, you have to go. At this point, the cave is fully collapsing. Robot, Mr. Robot throws Gohan to safety. And while the cave collapses in spectacular fashion, Gohan is distraught, struck with grief over what has happened to his new friend. And then, I'll, I'll say this, condescendingly, simply jumps back to the wreckage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my note for that is in all caps. Exactly. <laughs> because of how mad I am at this. Oh, now you'll do it? Now you'll jump? The robot has enough energy, although he says it's leaking out. He's to talk to Gohan for a little bit. His last words are essentially like, don't cry. You got to be tough. Also, please shut up. I'm dying. <laughs> and my one request is silence. <laughs> please, Gohan. Come on. Uh, uh, what do you Dude. mean? Don't die on me, Mr. Robot. Uh, you can't die. I, we've known each other with the time I've been on and off, like an hour. You don't really know me that well. Please. And my, if you, you haven't listened to me at all. Just please. Don't, don't. We're going to play the quiet game while I, while I, I don't know the robot word for die. But I'm going to do that. Okay, I'll try to be I'm, quiet while you I, die. Nope, starting now. Quiet game starts now. Ah, peace. I miss my daddy. Oh, great. Wait, you're not mourning me? You're done mourning me, huh? Oh, uh, uh, I mean, thanks to you. We didn't know each other that well, but. I see your power's leaking out and you're turning off. <laughs> Daddy. You don't gotta. You don't daddy. have to narrate that. Uh, uh, I miss my daddy. I miss my mommy. Uh, uh, wait, do you have a list? I miss my. I miss my pickle. I miss my Krillin. 
I miss my books. Wow. That is long. That's a long <laughs> list. When did you write that? I miss my chores. <laughs> really? Uh, all right. I'm glad. Honestly, I'm glad I'm dying. I miss peeing. <laughs> well, I would have liked to done that. I can't as a robot. Anything else? But you know what? I'm here. I might as well listen. <laughs> I miss uh, riding the Nimbus Cloud. I miss Ox King's toys. Oh, I, I miss it's Master Roshi's weird magazines. <laughs> Don't look at those. I miss Turtle's hard shell. Any anyone else you want to add on that list? Uh, uh, Maybe someone who cooked mushrooms for you. I miss the way my mom cooked mushrooms. <laughs> oh boy! All right, I'm shutting. Self destruct. You. <laughs> uh, he's gone. He's gone. And I never told him how much I missed him. You? What was that? I accidentally hit the uh, the button. You're you're dead. <laughs> I don't care about you. Uh, oh, there he goes walking off. Cool. <laughs> Look at him walk away in a too cool of a manner. I don't know why we're ending on this shot. I'm determined, but the wind will sweep my tears away from my face. He, oh boy, he's narrating. <laughs> this can't be good. I know that. Thanks to Mr. Robot, I can survive here. Did I actually teach him that? I don't know what the moral is here. He taught me martial arts. <laughs> Didn't know. He also taught me trigonometry. And with those two things, I can survive in this harsh desert alone. That's, uh, again, not sure what the lesson is here. Besides, leave old robots alone. But uh, I thought I was, I, my dad, what? He left me on. God damn it. Find out what happens next time Uh, on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I'm not coming back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Gohan sucks. Gohan sucks hard. Gohan really does suck in this Uh, moment. It's bad. He murdered an innocent robot. He ruined the... Like, this robot could have lived on for another 80 years. He destroyed knowledge of the past. Mm -hmm. Precious artifacts. Mm Mm-hmm. A prototype robot. Yep. Um, who was, had to be sentient to a degree. Had to be. If you can be mad at people, I feel like that's, <laughs> that's actually the sign of sentience. That's how you pass the, the Turing test. Mm-hmm. The Turing test is now putting a robot in that same situation yeah. with Gohan to see if they yeah, get mad or not. Throw some shitty kid in there. <laughs> Does this robot get mad? Does he take it personal? But that's, uh, R.I.P. 3S series prototype. R.I.P. 3S series mm-hmm. prototype going down in history is one of the greatest and strangest robots of all time. <laughs> that is, uh, what you got? You got done dirty by these animators. This is true. As as have so many um, very interesting characters throughout our history with Dragon Ball, written in and out of episodes so quickly. <laughs> Look in that one scene. That was, again, a line-for-line line recreation of the episode. Um, what, was th- what was the moral of this? <sighs> to make us sad? I think it was, right, it, it, it's supposed to be, this is now when Gohan decides to survive. Where he's like, I'm going to consciously not act like a four-year-old anymore. He's like, I'm going to stick it out, I'm going to tough it out. But right, the thing... But your dad already died for that. Maybe use that memory exactly even though you were passed out for it i guess maybe that's it right it, it's not it, it would have i think fit more to the overarching narrative if 
that robot was more like Goku, right? If that robot was like more carefree and Gohan could like see his dad in the robot and then the robot dies, then it's like, okay, he can finally let go of his dad being gone for a year so he can train and be strong like his dad. I mean, really, it just seems like the moral is that Gohan should have learned to like mind mind your own business. Yeah. And he didn't learn that. Mm-hmm. Don't be nosy or don't overstay your welcome. <laughs> if somebody asks you to leave, leave. Mm-mm-mm. Gohan, grow up. I will say uh, for neutral third parties interest in this episode, my significant other actually got into this one. <laughs> uh, they watched the whole thing. Because it's up. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Watched the whole thing. It was like, that was a good little story. I didn't have to know anything or know anybody. It's just a story. I was like, it's <laughs> like, like, I guess you're yeah. Right. yeah, you're totally right. Uh, was she annoyed by this crying child? Uh, yes. Okay. But that's universal. Universal, but you know, the heartwarming aspect of the child <laughs> thus becoming more determined <laughs> at the end, I think was nice. Man, that's... Huh. Yep. I think we said this at the top where it's... I hated this first half. And I guess looking back at now, I hated most of it except for like the last five minutes. The the last five minutes were great. (laughs) It's like, oh, wow, you... Okay, it's a way to kill a character that's not too harsh because it's a robot. But they give the robot so much weight. Grumpy old robot? That's a good. That's a good gimmick. Yeah, that's what I I'm gonna. Uh, that's gonna be my new role in the AWE or AEW. <laughs> I'm gonna come in as Grumpy Old Robot onto the robot. scene. <laughs> All these shoots are too fake. <laughs> <laughs> you fake heels and fake heroes. <laughs> Vince, are you getting into AEW? I'm here to set the record straight. <laughs> I've been in wrestling for over sixty nine thousand years. <laughs> I will defeat Sting. Is is that it? Is that wrestling? I don't follow AEW. Sting is was a wrestler. Yes. Sting is was the guy that looked like the crow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want to fight the crow. <laughs> I wish wrestling was more dumb like that with robots and time travelers. Ah, uh, I can't. Once we start writing for, mm-hmm. for wrestling. Uh, speaking of writing, Vince, uh, Nick. Again, master researcher. Oh, yeah. Power listener Nick wrote to us again with some more fun facts. They write, I want to use this filler downtime to offer up corrections in my research that turned out to be faulty. First, I told you guys the Mankanko Sopo was actually called the Light of Death, but that was just what the English translation of the manga said. The actual translation is as follows. Ma, demon, evil, devil, or magic. Khan, penetrate or pierce. Ko, light, ray, beam. Sa, kill. And po means gun. So I guess if I just read it down the line, it's demon, penetrate, light, kill, gun. Ooh. Which is fucking rad. I'm getting that tatted on my stomach. (laughs) Yeah. I'll go less extreme. Get it on the back of a gi, a la Tao Pai Pai. Ah, of course, of course. Lastly, Tying into last week, remember how I said it was the first time Krillin and Yajirobe met? Somehow I forgot they were both at the 23rd Budokai, but they didn't really meet, is what I'm saying. I, I think you're still right. Oh, yeah, I agree. I was 
yeah, I don't think uh, false correction. False correction, yeah, Your Honor. I think you were right the first time. Yeah, don't second guess yourself, <laughs> except for that other one where you had to second guess yeah. yourself. They want to give a shout out to Power Listener Jake's fanfic about Yadrobi and Ox King. Nick said it was a chef kiss. <laughs> Nick said it was a chef kiss if I've ever heard one. And then finally, we have a question from them. Uh, they say, if you guys got time, how do you feel about the DBZ Kakarot game trying to do some revisionist history? With its in-game glossary saying Piccolo only cast an illusion to disguise the moon, not destroyed outright. I hate it. I also hate that. Take a pill to become an animal person? No. Don't like that either. That's animal washing, I think. That is animal washing. Jeez. What will Hollywood not do <laughs> to, to keep white men employed? <laughs> uh, they put Scarlett Johansson in every role of an animal person <laughs> in the game, and I'm against it. Uh, she did play an animal, though, in uh, uh, Jungle Book. Uh, see? See? Why, get real animals. Get real talking animals. I know. Look, I get it. John Cena, he's an animal in the ring, but he's not an actual polar bear. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Nick. Thank again, you, Nick. For writing, as always. If you want to be like Nick, you can write to us at KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. We're on all the social media. You can contact us there. If you have research for us, hashtag that bad boy KHP research, either on social or through email. Again, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, please share it with others that you think might enjoy it. That's the best and fastest way for us to grow so we get more people into this party. And it'd just be nice. Don't you want to talk about the podcast with other people? I know I do. That's why I talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah. We do this so we can talk about it later on. It's podcasts are weirdly this personal thing. And so I feel like talking about a podcast with someone else who is also listening to it is such a rare and delightful treat. Oh, yeah. Don't, cause we, I think when we discovered we t listened to the same podcast, that's well, that's part of our that's part of how we started to become friends, yeah. And so, like, that's if you share the podcast, you got someone to talk to about, exactly. Why not? It's win win, it's a win win. And then, if you share, if they share with two more of their friends, it's a win win win. So, yeah. that <laughs> their name, if their last name's to win, ooh, it's a win 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 win. There we go. So, if you got a friend named Win who wants to win. Suggest our podcast. And look, no matter what you got going on in your life, if you're trying to stave off the the incurring March Madness as Aaron is, or uh, you're coming. trying to you're trying to make a robot's life a living hell, you gotta keep Gohan, you are.